In this episode, we chat with fellow YouTuber David Camarina. He's going to give us all sorts of words of wisdom on how to pursue your dream career, whatever it is. And especially if that has to do with music or toys. Yes, and I'm David, and my channel is known as Today I Grew Up, and I'm happy to be here today. Welcome, everyone, to Quest for the Best. It's our podcast. If you didn't already know, you know, because you're listening to it. My name is Jonathan. Uh, and I'm here with Jesse as normal. <laughs> yeah. That's me, you know, normal Jesse. And we have normal Jesse and a special <laughs> guest. He's not a normal guest. He's a special guest because he's not on every episode. It's David Camarena. Am I saying your last name right? Yeah, you're saying it right. And we're we're waving because there's visuals to this. If you were to watch clips or all of it, I'm not sure how it'll appear. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't wave. I'm waving <laughs> on the YouTube. If you're viewing, then hello and welcome. Uh, not how I intended a podcast to be uh, consumed with your eyes is not the primary way to consume a podcast, but you know, you guys are you're welcome to view it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, for those who haven't had the pleasure of watching any of Dave's videos, or you don't know who he is until I say the name of the channel, it's today I grew up. If you've watched ours, you've probably been recommended some of his. Uh, I think so, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, he does, what is the tagline? Live action and reviews yep. of mostly toys, I'd say. Um, I've seen a handful of pop movies uh, with the pop figures. I've seen his collections. I've seen a lot of Toy Story. And I'll say I've seen a bunch of your videos. That's less, and that's, that's less than a lot, but more than a few. So... Watching the content. <laughs> That's good. I, most of your videos too. Like I would say ninety percent. Okay. Videos. Okay. Good. So, <laughs> How many videos do you have? Um, I have about two hundred and twenty something uploads right now. So. Okay. That's that's amazing. I've not seen ninety percent of those yet. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I have a different category. So people go to my playlist. They have I have different sections, like the live action, or you know, Toy Story section, or different movie sections. And I also have custom mod videos, which I created now. That's like a new thing people want. So yeah, yeah, yeah I really like those those mods <laughs> you're making, man. Yeah, that's cool stuff. <laughs> for, for those who might not know what a mod is, would you explain that? Yeah. So basically, um, I take that comes out of a factory uh, and I try to make a movie accurate, film accurate and uh, I chop off heads or I alter clothing or I glue things or I just get really creative to find my way to screen match the toy looks more like the movie so that's the custom mod part modification yeah yeah it, it's kind of sad that it you have to do all that and they don't just make a you know exact like Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, what is that saying? Like that it requires you to get a bunch of different versions and mismatch, make a Frankenstein version of them all just to get a movie accurate version. Like, right. someone's someone's not doing something right. You know, they got to get. You know, man, they I gotta have, get there. <laughs> yeah, I just uploaded recently, and I basically kind of made fun of John Lasseter a little bit because he was presenting the toy, saying this is the exact film accurate look of. And then when you look at it, it's like, yeah, but when Andy's holding Woody, he has a closed mouth smile. I know, like, like, what? I remember that. I remember watching that video of John Lasseter showing those toys in 2010 and being like, that's awesome, but, like, Woody's <laughs> mouth is open. But like, you're wrong. Like, I, like, I can uh, see that. I don't need to even look up close to see that. I was like, I can <laughs> see that right away. Wait, what? No, his mouth is... Yeah, that's, is, so, that's <laughs> so, Like, when I started this quest, I realized how far away... They're actually from the movie, and there's so many mods I've done that people are like, "Yes, that's a lot closer. It's a lot better," <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah. it's fun. Speaking of Quest, I feel like it's been a while since we kind of explained like what what we do on this show, like why we're called Quest for the Best, and basically it's just because we, you know, try to find, uh, you know, we look at the best examples of different things from like movies or shows or fellow YouTubers and what we can learn to make our stuff better so that's that's going to be the goal at the end of this we'll we're going to we're going to go home with a lesson today you know so keep that in the back of your head you know we're we're about you know yeah finding the best in ourselves 
<laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Thanks for reminding us because because uh, we started having chats with more. Um, we've had a couple of conversations with YouTubers, and so it's it's just interesting to get another perspective. And so that's really the thing that um, that we're interested in finding out about is uh, your channel. How it's it's growing pretty quickly, and and it, it you have a great studio setup. That's really cool. Um, how long ago did you start the channel, and and uh, what sort of inspired you to do that? So um, people might not know this. I have mentioned it before on my channel, but I am actually a marriage family therapist. I've been working in mental health for eight years now, um, and I work with special needs kids, and I also work with foster youth right now um, who are on probation and stuff like that. So I try to. My goal in life, I feel called on earth to help people be the best versions of themselves or to inspire them to follow their dreams because. I feel in my life, I've accomplished so much. I've got to travel the world with my music. I've got to you know, create a YouTube platform where I can inspire other people to follow their dreams. And also just being a therapist in mental health, I, I help people encourage them outside, offline to, hey, let's get, life together. let's get school done. Let's, whatever you need to do, let's get your life to the next level. So today I grew up, the name actually has a deep meaning behind it. Uh, today means like, Focus on the present. Don't forget about today because we get stuck in the past, right? Or we're stuck on the future. But we have to focus on today because that's going to advance our steps for tomorrow. And then I is sense of self, so sense of purpose. You know, knowing who you are is very important because if you have a journey to go but you don't know who you are, you're going to feel kind of lost or confused. Knowing your sense of self is important. And then grew is growing. So as you find your purpose, you you find your motivation. What are you growing towards? How are you becoming a better person? And then up is that next stage, that next level of your life. Kind of like when you graduate to a new grade or you pass a level in a video game, up is that next level. So today I grew up means something a little deeper to help inspire people to follow their dreams. Mm -hmm. mm. Man, yeah. Put a lot of thought in that. <laughs> Ours just mixes our initials with Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> like, Toy Story, I don't know about that. I was kidding. But. Well, no, we got a deeper meaning, Jesse. We do. Beyond is beyond. Yes, be, it means beyond meaning beyond just Toy Story stuff. That's exactly what it means. And yeah. it's ironic that we're using a Toy Story reference to say that, hey, we do more than Toy Story because we're beyond. <laughs> <laughs> we're beyond making more Toy Story remakes. So I'm glad that there's someone out there doing them. Well, thanks for doing the yeah. hard Yeah. <laughs> we uh, were talking earlier about how we feel like there's probably a lot of people that they wanted our channel to kind of be what yours is but like you know uh we we, we went in a different direction yeah okay. so we went in our own we're forging our own path you guys are growing up you know thank you yes <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh, yeah maybe i will eventually <laughs> no that's not what that means and you know you are perfectly fine doing what you're doing <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad that they exist it's not what we wanted to be to be for our channel and i think the funny thing is like i love my toy story toys jesse doesn't have a single one you know um <laughs> uh, and uh yeah and so so like but i i would mod a couple little things but i never went into the to the detail yeah. that you do um and i did a few videos on our channel where i talked about the toys that we use in our movie but and and those are by far the most po the popular ones. <laughs> but the main reason that we wanted to do Toy Story was because we wanted to learn about filmmaking and we wanted to uh, like better ourselves in that way. Um, and so Toy Story is just the perfect movie. That's that, that's really all there is to it. Um, <laughs> and our actors are always available. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah. But so um, tell us. Um, sort of what where's the link like where did you go from like you know what like these toys are awesome like i want to i want to work on this and this is something people will want to see because uh, a lot of people start channels all the time and and i'm sure family therapists are starting channels but they're they're not crossing audiences right right so so uh just tell us about that like what um what direction did you decide to take what when did you come up with your direction for the channel I think what happened was um, it started in 2009 when John Lasseter made the announcement. And I was not really a toy collector per se. I did enjoy toys, but not to the extent I do now. Um, my wife, actually, I'm married, um, no kids yet, which is good. That's <laughs> why so I have time to do this stuff. But um, my wife gifted me my first Toy Story Collection Woody doll. 
Um, and it was right when the Toy Story collection dropped. And I thought it was really special. And I was like, you know, this is awesome. Like, I never thought about it. I, I mean, I've always been a Toy Story fan. But actually having the toy that was like a possible prop from the movie was something very like, whoa, like simple, but still co a complex uh, subject. So after that, I just got addicted to collecting the whole Toy Story collection line. So I became a toy expert and I started learning about the waves of the toys. And then people started asking me questions. So as I uploaded videos, people would be like, oh, we need to see more of this. And eventually it just started like, you know, I never t took YouTube as a serious like profession or career or job. But then when the money started rolling in, the subscribers started coming in, then I'm like, I have a responsibility to, you know, be a leader in this community to help people build their collections, inspire their dreams. And so for me, it became this positivity platform for positivity. And Toy Story is just, you know, it's just a great platform because, like you guys said, it's a perfect script. It's a perfect movie. It's a feel-good film. And there's a lot of fun behind it. So it's, it's a really great movie. And, um, yeah, that's just how I snowballed into where I am now <laughs> with Toy Story, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. But that's not where your channel started. Um, it didn't start it, off that way. The Toy Room for Jaws mm -hmm. in 2015. Yeah. That's when it started. Um, and then that that video blew up to like 3.8 million views. And I didn't yeah. understand like, why, <laughs> why do people love jo or toy reviews? I didn't understand. It was like a foreign concept. Mm -hmm. So as I kept doing it, it just like kept building. And I was like, I just got kind of addicted to toy collecting, I guess. I really appreciate the artistry behind the character, behind, you know, I'm into filmmaking as well. I love watching movies. I love, um, it, one day I do want to make a film and write a script. That was always something that was attractive for me. Um, so I really love the movie and the art form behind the movie and behind the character development and behind the art of the costumes, right? Or the, you know, so for me, when I look at Toy Story, I don't just look at characters. I look at the development and the creative process of a character. So like Duke Kaboom from the new Toy Story 4 movie, I love everything about Duke Kaboom and what he stands for. His, you know, his character flaws became his strengths. So it's kind of like a good moral, good story. So um, I don't know. I, that's just how I, I view it a little bit differently, maybe. And maybe some people connect with that too, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I, I also think it's kind of weird that you could do something like a toy review and it could just like take off, you know? And it's like, oh, I guess I'm doing this now. <laughs> or, <laughs> right. Like, or it's just one and done. It's like, well, that was weird. Okay, now what am I doing? You know? So so you sort of took advantage of that? I did the Pop Funko Home Alone, and that got over 1.9 million views. So then I was like, hey, why don't I just create live-action Funko Pops? And I saw your guys' live-action Toy Story movie, and I was like, that's so genius. Like, the live-action genre. You guys, like, pioneered that, I feel, on YouTube. And I was like... I would. I want to do that too. That looks really cool. <laughs> that looks really fun. Uh -huh. I just enjoy having fun. It's my outlet. You know, I work a serious job. So when I clock out of work, I don't want to think about serious issues and problems and mental health. I just want to have fun and be a kid again. You know. So for me, it's like yes, let's get into this. You know. So it's a. It's kind of like a coping skill for me. You know, to get into the toys too and do the fun things I do on the channel. So yeah. yeah. Do yeah, you like uh, um, like when you. Do you like purposely get uh, uh, new toys specifically for making videos or do you just get them because like, oh, you know, now I want this and then like, oh, well, I'm going to make a video of this now too. <laughs> or is it like now are you thinking of like, oh, what, you know, what else, what's a cool thing I can show on the channel and then you get it or do you just. You literally just when I say out loud, everything you just said is all of the above. It's never just one way or another. Like I'll get inspired like, oh, my gosh, this toy just got released. I have to get it. I have to do something fun with it. Like the Duke Kaboom figure that came out. I love Duke Boom. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to try to do some custom mods with it. I'm going to do some live action with it. And I just go as creative as I can yeah. and just do something fun. You know? Right. Just, yeah. <laughs> so you're only going to get the stuff that you really want, you know, not just because, yeah. like, oh, this will get it. You know, a lot of people want to see this. No, it's, you get it because you yeah. really want it. About it. Like, I really, what I have is because I really love it. You know, like, I don't own a Gabby Gabby doll for that reason. <laughs> I don't like Gabby Gabby as a character, personally. I'm sorry for the like, Gabby Gabby fans. I'm probably going to buy one for a live action, but I'm not a personal fan of Gabby Gabby. So. Uh -huh. yeah, she'll, she could be a prize, a giveaway. <laughs> she'll be a, uh, yeah, it'll be like a giveaway or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That's kind of how I went about when, when we finished filming the movie. It's like, I can't keep all this. This is too much stuff. And, like, so I'm going to keep, like, I just decided, you know what, I'm, I'll keep the ones that 
Andy decides to keep. Like, that's what I decided. And then it's like, uh, but then these are really rare and expensive, so I might keep those too. You know, so it's like, yeah. I made an exception. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just collect what's film accurate. So for me, I love movie scale. I don't just buy something because it's Toy Story or because it's a Woody doll. Mm-hmm. I buy it look like the movie. That's just my inspiration. My I like props, you know, movie props. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, tell us about um, when you sort of decided. There's always sort of a point when you're working on YouTube when it, when it kind of changes from like, this is... This is just a fun thing that I do when I have time to like, oh, I need to make a schedule and this is a this is almost like a second job and and when did that sort of switch? So that happened two years ago. Um, I uploaded a Toy Story video. It was just a random one and it got a lot of attention. And then I realized after the Home Alone ones too, the Pop Funko ones got a lot of views too. I realized, hey, I could actually make a side income with this to help, you know, support my addiction. I like buying or collecting. <laughs> It can help me give it back not only to myself, I can give it back to the fans. So I was like, what a great cycling bin. You know, it's like I can make videos, get views, make money, buy stuff to present it, and then keep it for my collection. So I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> you know? Right. What a beautiful circle, man. That's yeah, yeah. such a great cycle. Like, isn't that what we all want to strive for? Like, <laughs> right. I mean, plus my wife appreciates that I don't steal all the money from the budget for toys, you know. So that's right, awesome. right. Right, like you keep your YouTube money for toys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I want this new toy. Well, you, you have your YouTube money, right? Like, there you do whatever you want. So yeah. I want to you guys and some people out there. I've spent thousands of dollars now at this point on the toys because I have a guy in Algeria making a, a movie accurate Stinky Pete for me from scratch, and he looks ex- better than what they've ever released. And that costs a lot of money, but I'm doing it for the fans. Or I bought a promotional four-foot-tall Woody that's coming from the UK right now. <laughs> that's going to be coming soon in another video. I have a custom Woody that's coming in the mail from Utah. So I'm, like, right now sourcing so many things with that money so I can put it back into the channel back for the viewers because I know they're going to go crazy for something more movie-accurate than we've ever seen before, like, ever. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty fun. So uh, what are your goals Um for the channel to, to continue, like like, I'm guessing there's not gonna be another Toy Story movie for a while, right? So it, eventually, like, I, and I know you're into Jurassic Park and Back to the Future. I I was a little jealous that you went to the locations in Hawaii. That was cool uh, uh, for Jurassic Park. That was um, that's, yeah, that's one of my dream vacations. But yeah. I mean, just going to Hawaii is good enough. But then yeah. like, <laughs> taking a movie tour that'd be super fun. Um, so, um. Where do you think you'll take it? I have any clue yet. I have so many ideas. <laughs> so I already have like my YouTube career planned out the next couple years. Um, there's a lot of things I want to do. I want to do short films eventually as well. Um, I have a lot. I'm not done with Toy Story. Like you guys think I'm done with Toy Story or the fans. Just wait. By next year, you guys are gonna see everything I've been putting work into. I'm always like six months ahead in my head. You know, like. I already have things planned now for the next six months that I've been planning the last six months, you know. Um, but things take time. I don't think people realize how much time it takes to write a script or prepare for a toy review or a special toy, right? It takes time to research, you know, get it right. <laughs> so um, I, I always feel flexible. Like I have my plans, but if something comes up, oh, I got to do this, then I just do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. question, but my goal is to reach 100,000 subscribers. I was always like, Oh man, how cool would it be to like reach 100k? So that's kind of my goal. And then also, I want to just keep doing what I do on here because I bring a lot of joy and inspiration to people, and I want to continue that. So you know, just I want to see how far I can go with this and see where it goes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> Having a lot of fun. It's been yeah, a wild adventure, and it's only like getting started. I feel like for me, so yeah. I don't think you have much to worry about as far as, as gaining an audience. There's there's definitely a big interest in this, and you're doing a good job at it. So Thank it's, you. It's pretty cool to see. Yeah. I have a lot of tricks up my sleeve coming soon. Different. I'm always trying to innovate, try something new, what they want, you know, give something similar. Like, people are going to know what to expect from me, but they're all going to be surprised with something new. That's mm, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't I don't want to get into like I'm not gonna spoil your the next three years so that someone else can take it, but uh, 
but sort of tell us your um like um it's not this isn't your full-time job like you're not you know doing that <laughs> okay yeah so but you but you are making money like how did you get to that point like there's a lot of people out there that that you know that's that's the goal it's like i want to make money on youtube and it's going to be great um it's hard work yeah. um, i gotta say i first started making a hundred dollars a month i would say uh, i'll be honest with people i put in so much work so many hours and i think i only made like a hundred bucks a month but you know for me that was like that's just enough you know like i was okay with that and then last summer after the toy story 4 thing blew up for me i, I made my first paycheck over a thousand dollars that month and then i realized I can make some serious money doing this. How cool. Like, how fun is this? <laughs> you know, so that kind of helped me grow the channel because I was like, if I have more money to put into production, then that means my videos will get more views and it'll just like that recycling bin just get bigger. And I've just been pushing it. And uh, the harder I work, the more I'm getting out of it. And I feel like the viewers are getting a lot more out of it because they're seeing some really cool content from me because I mean, I'm investing back into the channel. So, and I've used some of that money to travel too. Like, uh, I've traveled to Germany, I've traveled to Spain, I've traveled to Japan, and I've filmed Toy Story content out there, and I buy Toy Story toys from those areas to show people. So I definitely have fun with the money, but I put it back into the channel so people could feel like they're they're on the journey with me. You know, it's not mm -hmm. just me, me to share with everybody else, too. Mm -hmm. you know? Without them, I wouldn't be here in this situation. <laughs> you know, so I want to bless others because I feel they blessed me, you know, in this journey. So, yeah. So did you start a Patreon like right, right around that time when you realized like, oh, I, you know, this could be. Yeah, I just started it this year and I already have three patrons sign on. Um, so I'm still new to it. I'm still learning how to use that. <laughs> oh, us too. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I, I do offer exclusive content. I've done some exclusive videos and postings. Um, so, yeah, it's been really, really fun uh, to grow that as well. So I'm just humbled buy it and i definitely want to give back to what i've received you know on my channel so before that uh very first video with the with jaws uh was there uh any other kind of video you ever yeah. made before this these the very first video <laughs> i did was in 2013 it was a hoverboard from mattel movie prop replica and mattel released it it made swoosh sounds it didn't actually hover unfortunately right. but that video got about 300,000 views and that's what I didn't, I wasn't making money on YouTube at that time because uh, I didn't know what monetization was. Mm -hmm. I never made money on some of those old videos, but later on, I just, I didn't think of anything. I just let it drop. And then, like I said, I started experimenting and then things just would hit. And then eventually I'm like, you know what? This is getting big. Uh, now I have to be responsible and make a schedule and make it a side job because this is working. So let's make it work for fun you know, and push it. So here we are. I've grown. I had like 3,000 subs two years ago. Now I'm at like 27,000 almost. So yeah. <laughs> been yeah. crazy growth, you know. So. Uh -huh. It's been insane. It's been fun. <laughs> right. so. And what's, I mean, what's even more impressive is that people are coming back to watch stuff. Like, yeah. It so. keeps growing. Like when I go live, my chat's just going da 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 da, -da. <laughs> Like <laughs> I respond everybody's comment i heard every comment i'm literally keeping up that every day because i want people to feel important and special because they are and you know i don't want just one of those people that uploads a video all right cool that's i'll cash in and i don't have care about my audience you know mm -hmm. with you i want to connect with people um because that's why i'm actually really doing it it's a passion it's a hobby but yes i want to give back like i said um and i love connecting with people all over the world i talk to people in russia i use google translate to like talk back to them in the comment section I have people saying, I don't understand a word you said, but I love your video. So I, you know, I talk about <laughs> translate into every French, Arabic, you know, you name it. I've probably communicated to them, Korean, Jap Japanese. So people all over the world love this stuff. It's not just Toy Story, but like my Indiana Jones videos or whatever it is, people are fans of these movies and it's really bringing people together and it's awesome. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. What do you find that people want to chat about the most like what is it that people are like always the comment section because you know we get like make live action toy story 2 what is the thing <laughs> that people tell you that they want and of course you're doing it so that's there's a difference between us yeah 
That's a really great question because I think it varies. Um, I go with the season. I feel like in my head, I have seasons that I feel the audience is talking to me. And so this year, in the beginning of the year, everybody's like, do uh, this thing where we can like submit videos, you can feature our videos and uh, do Toy Story live action scenes, specific ones. <laughs> you know, like, And then now it's more like do custom mods because we love your custom mods, so just do custom mods. And so <laughs> let's get evolved to the next thing, which will probably be like my new Woody sketches that I'm gonna start. There's a hint, I'm doing some Woody sketches soon. And then people are gonna probably demand that. So like, I put it out there and then I listen, I hear mm -hmm. the feedback and then I try to like give people what they want. But then also I'm doing what I'm passionate about and I love and I have fun with too, you know? Well, that's a great pattern. It's like you make a th something that you like to do and then, and then people say, hey, make more of that and then yeah, and then if you start making something else, it's like, oh, hey, now make more of that. Like, that's right. a, that's nice positive reinforcement, you know, like like that they, yeah. I use my psychology for good, you know. So like, I read people's minds. I try to, and then I try to like, <laughs> that, and then I make categories. So it's like, hey, you want custom mods? Go watch twenty seven of those on this playlist. Hey, you want to see live actions from me? Go see those thirty four videos on that playlist. Hey, you want to see? Uh, some other genre that I created, go watch that playlist. So I try to keep everybody happy. I make these categories, I fill them up, and then I direct people to those videos, you know? So mm -hmm. it's fun. <laughs> yeah. A lot of fun. So it never gets, never gets old. <laughs> yeah, make what you like, but also look at what people are asking for and, and don't ignore them. <laughs> yeah. Good. That never, I don't think, I was born to be a creative thinker, and I always have like 10, 20 video ideas, I write them down, if I get to it, I cross it off the list, if I don't, I push it for another month. Um, like right now, I have like 20 ideas on my video board right now, I have a wide erase board, in my and I just adjust that board as I make videos, cross it off, add new ones, and some of them see the light of day, some of them don't, <laughs> but that's because I listen to the audience too, you know, Yeah. So. Uh -huh. I, was, I was just watching um, your studio tour, your studio oh. room tour, and yeah. um, and I was, I was thinking, I was like, I've always thought a whiteboard would be like a good way to organize my thoughts, like um, maybe not write a list of what I'm going to make, but to come up with a script for something, you know, more complex than uh, the last one, you know, um, but I haven't gotten a whiteboard yet, but, but definitely get a book. There's some, I think I've said this before on, on our podcast show, but like if you are somebody that's making videos or, or making anything really, get a book to write down your ideas because when it comes time to do one, you'll be like, what was that <laughs> again? Like, I've run into that. I have a journal too where I keep track of my subscriber counts and I see where I'm improving. Like there's months where I have, on average I have about 1.4 a month and I have about two to 3,000 subs a month right now consistently. Uh, so I track that down in a journal so I can see from memories how far I've come and where I'm going. So I can kind of see my success and see what's working, what's not. And I try to perfect that format so that as I grow, I can keep that momentum going, you know? So writing things down, I highly recommend that. I have three journals, four journals in my room. I have a wide erase board. All that just helps you kind of visually because I'm a visual thinker. Mm -hmm. What are you what do you oh. <laughs> Yeah. That's just how I do it. That works for me. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. You guys are just like, hey, let's just do this video and let's do it. How do you guys do it? <laughs> well, our process is a little different because we, we're not a one-man show. Right. So, like, there have been times where it's like, I have a busy month and, like, I don't know what I'm going to be able to do, but I can have these evenings free, so let's do a show. Um, kind of the initial idea for our uh, our talk show was just that, that it could be something that we could do on a whim. It's like, you know, we have this idea, let's just sit and talk, um, sort of like a like Rhett and Link's videos used to be. Um, but then they quickly became like, well, we need to edit this a little bit more. Like, I think we need to add some some more cutaways or something and then it's like well now this is a whole show in itself that takes some prep too now yeah it kind of yeah became something like you guys have like short films now and i i really love that office sketch by the way that you guys did where you're doing like oh, thank you the, like slow down time or whatever that was <laughs> um that was hilarious but I, i'm just thinking when you get when i'm watching it 
wow, that like production wise, that's a lot of work for acting, for script writing, for editing, for camera angles, for lighting, for location. I'm sure that took, how long does that take for you guys to do something like that? Or a team of people, I'm sure, or something. So like, yeah, that we filmed in one day. um, And I think, I think I edited that in like, couple of like, weeks it yeah was like two weeks or something happen. so so one of the things that like like we i mean i'll say it for myself but I, oops sorry mike <laughs> everybody that's listening to the mic sorry it's bumpy. um uh, we want to make films short films or you know the sketches are what we enjoy the most um not just uh acting but writing and um and all of that so w- what I think helped me at least is finding competition because then we have some sort of prompt and some guidelines like it has to be done this month. Right. Right. So, um, yeah. And then, uh, the way that we've found to debrief is to be on the podcast about it. So we'll get our, we'll get our actors back together and just sort of debrief. And that's like, cause while we're doing it, we're not thinking about like, okay, what do we do right and wrong? We can do that afterwards. And um, if that's helpful or entertaining to people, then they can listen to it. <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah, maybe uh, in the future, if you need an actor or you need an actor, I'd love to be in a short. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what it would take for us to get out to LA. Probably. <laughs> a well, big I'm, I'm always the world traveler. I mean, I can drive to Arizona. I've drive there many times before, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> there we go. That's our plan. <laughs> Take the drive, probably on the summer because it's burning hot. So oh, yeah, yeah, don't come here right now. Just don't. <laughs> That's awesome. you, uh, when you guys uploaded your Toy Story video, the last one through the drive-through, you know, when you went to the uh, yeah. drive-through, you guys got ton of views on that. So I think your Toy Story audience is still very strong. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. That's kind of been that's kind of been our hoop to jump. Is like yeah. we love Toy Story. But we're not the guys who are going to go and, like you do, like, get that cycle of, like, we're going to get toys and we're going to talk about them. Because, yeah. like, it's just not what we're into. But I'm, I'm glad that somebody is. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, out there. I'm glad it's out there. You're filling that void that we left open. <laughs> you're, you're right. I do feel that way. And people have told me that. Actually, in a way, they're like, yeah, you're the... People are saying that I'm the number one Toy Story channel right now because that's literally most of my content, which is true. It's most of my content right now. Um, so, and I, I have no shame in that. I mean, I'm happy to fill a void if it's there and I can fill it because if it's bringing joy to me, then it's going to bring joy to you guys and everybody else. So, you know, we're all fans. Deep down inside, I think it's that something we'll never not be fans of. I think, you know, it's a big part of everybody's story in some way. You know, movies are part of our story. And for you guys, Toy Story was a big part of your story in a different way too so it's pretty cool to see one subject become somebody's door you know part of someone's story but yet it hits differently it hit you guys different it's going to hit me different but it's still something we can come together about you know right uh-huh, uh-huh. which is really interesting to me it's fascinating <laughs> yeah now do you think you'll ever like um i don't know, like make any other like something uh really different than anything you're making now like um like for example, so you have a band. Uh, like, what about like a music video? Is that something like you, you'll maybe ever make or something like that? Or I did do a cross promotion. Um, I have a song called "Bring It On" on, on YouTube. Heart, if you type in "Heart Like War, Bring It On," I have an action figure music video where I take toys that I featured on my channel and I made it with my band's music, and then we made the music video about the toys. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, we've done that a couple of times actually with the hoverboard from Back to the Future for a song, an older song we did, and then Bring It On was another song we did across platform. And if you watch my Today I Grew Up channel, my music intro, all the music you hear in the intro and outros are my band music. So I don't have to worry about sourcing music because I make it. <laughs> so beautiful, beautiful. It's convenient, <laughs> you know. So if you guys have some uh, punk rock or pop punk music, I'd be happy to. You're our guy. <laughs> I'll send it up to you guys so you guys can use it. <laughs> That's very kind of you. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, well, 
You know, I was thinking about that just today. I, I have a playlist on Spotify that I made. Maybe, okay, now I'll have to link it in the show notes so that you can find it. <laughs> but, but there's, uh, it's just music from people that I actually know, like friends in real life. Oh, cool. So I'll add Heart Like War into oh. that playlist. But I don't have anybody that makes orchestral music. <laughs> so it's like, I, like, <laughs> so I can probably hook you up with that. <laughs> Uh, my coworker does. Uh, he, you know, you know him, so I could see if he has any stuff he wants to. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what we need when we're doing a short. We don't have to keep using our SpongeBob music over and over. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, just see... play music though. You can write some originals or something. You <laughs> know, like back, really has. Back in the day, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I did. Um, I. I guess I'm just, well, I don't know, it's kind of a mixture of, like, <laughs> sometimes I just feel kind of lazy. I mean, I, it, it takes <laughs> longer to do it. But also, I just, I don't know, like, I'm not, I don't really like my recording quality that I have. Like, I I don't even have the right kind of, I don't know. Interface and all that. Yeah, I don't even use an actual, yeah, like, I, I'm still using, like, a uh, an actual mixing board. And then, like, I bounce, hey, I bounce, <laughs> what, what? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like hey, you're being honest, so I appreciate that. <laughs> no, there was a time when when that's what Jesse wanted to do. Like, and and I mean, I I found that sort of interesting too. Is that um, over the years, like there's been there've been dream jobs out there, and it changes every like three or four years or mm, two or three years <laughs> yeah. um when when we um went into pixar after our movie came out um we had uh, maybe 20 30 minutes uh to chat with ed catmull and that's what he asked us is what do you want to do and it's like oh goodness like i just started college i don't know <laughs> you know um but you know that my answer then was sort of the same as it is now. Is make movies. I you know I just want to make movies. And Jesse's was he wants to make the music for movies. That's I think really it, yeah, it's cool. I think you wouldn't probably say that anymore, Jesse. N- uh, no, I mean not not really. Like I mean, uh, and that's okay. But yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to make soundtracks as as much as I'd rather just you know make you know, regular, uh, mainstream music, you know, something, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever. But even that, I don't know. Uh, I just, um, I mean, I'm just speaking for myself, but I feel like if you really want to do something, then you're going to do it. You know what I mean? Like for me, I have three careers, you know, that I'm building and people ask me, how do you do that? Well, I just want it bad enough. You're going to put time. <laughs> you have to just, evaluate do i really want this and that's good to to ask yourself because you know there's things i wanted to do in the past that like i used to want to be a chiropractor i went to chiropractic school and i realized this is not for me you know so you know you grow you grow every day and you learn and for me i want to make a movie a full-length movie by the time i'm 40 i want to do a screenplay screenwriter play uh script and make a full-length movie by the age 40 like i i have like these timelines in my head okay by 30 by 40 by this and i feel gonna do it it's just gonna take time, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's cool. I I don't know many people that do that. I certainly don't. <laughs> you know, what inspired me Forrest Gump. You guys ever seen Forrest Gump? <laughs> that's a classic. I have, yeah. Of course. And Tom Hanks does amazing things in that movie. He was like everything, right? Like a pro, you know, ping pong player, or like you know, he was in the Marines, or I mean, in the in the military. But like, he just had so many lives in one life, and to me, that's so attractive to. How many lives can I squeeze in in one? If I only have one, what can I do with it? So being a therapist, being a musician, you know, uh, doing all these things that I do for YouTube. And then next, I want to be an author of book writing and I want to make a screenplay. I want to make a movie. Those are my next goals. I'm going to do it. Um, and by the time I'm old and I look back, it'll be like, man, that was awesome. I went so hard. I did it. And I lived multiple lives in one life. And that's what I want to be able to say. By the time I'm 40, 50, 60. So that's just my personal. I'm just crazy. I feel like you should have the podcast called Quest for the Best. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it so resonates with your character. Like, (laughs) I'm just crazy like that. I just want to live life to the fullest and I just try to inspire, 
you know, you don't have to do what I do. Just do one thing and just go for it. You know, I'm here to support you. That's how I feel. So. Mm -hmm. Wow. Good. So I want to hear a little bit about your band before the show's over, but we have a little bit of time for that. Um, before that, I, um, what what would you tell to kids who are who you know they they want to start a YouTube channel? They're they're interested in a lot of things. Maybe toys is one of those things. Um, what advice would you give? Uh, number one would be believe in yourself. I, I can't tell you how many times I hear people who self-doubt themselves or don't think they're good enough because they don't have the right equipment or the right whatever it is. And they always have an excuse for, I can't do this because, and it really, if you have that belief in yourself that you can do something, it starts opening doors to from I can't to can. And I, I think that's something I would advise anybody who wants to start a YouTube channel. Don't ever think that you can't do something because even if you tell yourself you can't, you know, you can't do it or someone else is telling you, you can't never be like that. You can't do that. You know, I came from nothing, you know, like I didn't have rich parents. I didn't grow up in a rich big house or anything. Like everything I did is because I worked hard and I believed in myself and my parents were amazing and told me they believed in me. And even if kids out there didn't have that growing up, just remember if you have that belief in that self love, you can accomplish anything. And I really believe that. And so, Believing in yourself is number one. Number two is work hard. It's going to be hard. Don't give up. And you will you can accomplish anything. It's just like Doc Brown says, right? Mm -hmm. Doc, Doc Brown always says, you know, if you put your mind on anything, you can accomplish anything. And I really think that's true. <laughs> 100%. So that's my advice that I would give to somebody starting out. On YouTube, so. That's fantastic. A little cliche, but fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's but I feel like it's so true. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing the thing is, like, that uh, I don't have the right equipment is not an excuse anymore. Right. Not right. for YouTube. Not for YouTube. Right. Uh, everybody's got a camera. And, you know. Fuck <laughs> yeah, it. My, my three-year-old has... Well, exactly. Yeah. Like, he... Yeah. He's got access to more than I did when I started, so... Does he buy on Amazon, too? <laughs> uh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> um... Awesome. <laughs> so, um, so let's let's hear about your band a little bit. Like that's that's pretty cool. Uh, how did it start? So I started it uh, by myself with an acoustic guitar, like 2008, and then a long time ago, many years ago, I was young. In 2009, I, you know, I I, I grew up listening to a band called MXPX. I don't know, if, not everybody knows who they are, but they're friends of mine now. They're pop punkers, big in the scene. They're big in the Christian pop mainstream but anyway um they were the reason why i started playing guitar and i went to their concerts growing up my dad took me to shows i realized i want to do this one day and um you know i went up on stage they brought me on stage and I actually played bass for um, a song called chick magnet that night i looked into the crowd it was like three thousand four thousand people and i realized if i could do this I mean, if he, they can do this, I can do this. Like, I'm doing this. Like, this is awesome. So it inspired me to just write music and do make a band. And eventually, through hard work, and my brother helped me. He was a drummer and great music producer. We just started this band called Heart Like War. And then ever since then, it was kind of like a side thing because I was in college, you know, getting my master's and bachelor's in psychology. So I didn't have time, um, but I just made time. <laughs> so the last, like, I would say two, three years is when I'm like, okay, we can do this. Like I'm an adult now. I'm focused. I'm done with school. Let's do this. So I got signed to a Japanese record label. They took us out to some tours in Japan, and then I got signed to an Indivision uh, Music, which is a record label in the U.S. And then they they helped us put on some big shows here um, in California, and then we did a West Coast tour. And it was just crazy because I'm like, dude, if I, I I just feel like my life's a movie sometimes, <laughs> like a dream. But I realized like. Yeah, if you just believe in yourself, anything's possible. Like, I'm not the best singer or the best songwriter or the best guitar player, but with hard work, you know, it worked, it worked out. <laughs> so we're still playing. That's, yeah, that's, and that's awesome. Did, what were some of those steps from, from like, okay, now we have some time, let's get started, let's do it, to signing with the Japanese, right? Like, that's a pretty <laughs> big job. Like, what happened there? So my drummer um, that I met actually two years ago, so my brother is a podiatrist now. So he's, he's two years younger than me. He's married now. He has kids and stuff. And 
um, he had to retire from the band. So I replaced him. He gave me his blessing. He's like, I retire. That's nice. <laughs> Craigslist. And we clicked. And he's a great guy. And he had connections to Japan because his brother was stationed there for the military. And he would visit his brother over the years and made friends with people in the punk scene. And then eventually he met these guys and they're like, we love your band. Like, this sounds awesome. Like, how would you guys like to be signed to a Japanese record label and come tour out here? And my drummer told me the news and I was like, is this a dream? Like, of course, I want to tour Japan. <laughs> done two tours out there now and we keep growing our audience. I feel like Jesse from like Full House, you know, where he was famous in Japan. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. In America, I'm like, I'll get recognized at a concert or something, but I'm not famous by any means. But if I go to Japan, I feel like I'm Michael Jackson, you know? So I got like sold out clubs there and people want my autographs and pictures. And it's kind of crazy. It's really crazy. They love music out there in Japan. They're stuck in 2005. There's still CDs and Tower Records out there. And they love physical CDs still. And they love like 2000s pop punk forever there. So it's awesome. <laughs> it's really cool. Dang. It's real awesome. <laughs> That's all I can say. Just watch the videos. I have two tour videos from Japan on Heart Like War YouTube. Mm -hmm. And you can see my craziness. I bleached my hair. I just I saw crazy. that. I saw that. I just had fun out there. <laughs> so yeah. it was a great time. Wow. Living the dream. Yeah. I, and I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be like Forrest Gump. I told you. I took that movie very seriously. <laughs> That's funny. You know he's a fictional character, right? <laughs> oh. <It's>, yeah. <laughs> I know that's true, but then when you're like John Laster, imagine his life. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, so that's that's awesome. Well, not anymore, but in the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't. You can't be his fan anymore. Don't you know? You're not allowed to like him. Sorry, Josh Cooley. I want Josh Cooley. Yes, yes. That's what you meant to say. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, good times. Yeah. So you went to Japan on tour, but you also went uh, and saw Tokyo Disneyland. Is that right? Yes, I went to Tokyo Disneyland. By the way, if it's past 6 p.m., they discount the tickets to like $40 U.S. What kind of crazy world is over there? <laughs> <laughs> and also the food. If you go to McDonald's past 6 p.m., they discount the prices as well. <laughs> so they're really awesome <laughs> over there. So you can do a lot with your money. You, it's so like the hostel we were staying at was like literally three hundred dollars for two weeks stay in a hotel. So nice. the flim flam, <laughs> awesome. Um, so we walked everywhere, but we there is a subway system that's really cheap. It's like two three dollars to travel between cities, so you don't have to drive, you don't have to rent a car. People just walk and take subways. And Tokyo Disneyland was amazing. Um, their rides are bigger and like newer. And um, let me let me tell you guys something really interesting. Mm -hmm. Caribbean, you guys heard in Anaheim oh, Disneyland. You know yeah. how they really change things to be politically? Right. Yes. Well, yeah. And they don't care about that. And so <laughs> it just keeps the rides original <laughs> over there. And so it was really crazy because I'm like, is this the 90s again? I was on a Pirates of the Caribbean in Japan. And I'm like, this looks exactly like if they untouched it. But I, I live an hour from Disneyland here oh. I'm from Anaheim. And so my, my wife and I, we have a season pass. We go all the time. And I just it's just mind-boggling that I'm like, Disney only caters to the population. They're not changing everything for everyone all over the world, just for the people that complain. Yes. <laughs> right. That's over another there in, in, Right, over there in, in Anaheim, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's cool. I, I My wife and I have said that a few times. It's like, if we were anywhere within two hours of Disneyland, we'd have a season pass. Like, that's... Like that's probably the way to go at this point because like it's it's quite expensive if you if you don't you know play the cards right, right. to go to Disneyland. If you live nearby, it makes sense. But Japan cheap. It's really I think one day admission is like eighty bucks I think normally or something. So cheaper than it's, here. If you can get there, that's not the cheap. That's the that's the hard part. Yeah. Yeah. Six months in advance. It's a secret. The flights are a lot cheaper. <laughs> so, well, right now, they'd probably be pretty cheap, too. Yeah, cheap now. Yeah. But you wouldn't be able to get in, so what's the point? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've been doing more YouTube because of the pandemic, because the band's on pause. Um, mm -hmm. We're doing less bands, so now I'm just doing more YouTube right now. So people are in YouTube land are happy because I'm doing more content right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Um, did you, you said you wrote the music for your channel. Yeah. How about um, for the band? Do you write for that as well? So my drummer, in the last two years, my drummer helps me co-write the music. Uh, and I write all the lyrics and all the lyric melodies. And he'll write a lot of the music now. So we collaborate. And sometimes I write the music and then we just write it together. Or that, I wrote everything. I was a one-man show. And eventually it got exhausting. <laughs> so <laughs> help me. So that's why we, we do big things because everybody in the band works hard now. So nobody's like, no offense to my brother, but he, he just helped support. He didn't do the work. Because <laughs> you know I mean? it's a lot of work being in a band, like coordinating schedules, like you guys said, um, coordinating band practice and recording sessions and tours. And well, it's an endless list. <laughs> so, yeah. Good. Yep. Well, we covered a lot, and it's only been oh the full episode. Where do you know? <laughs> uh, is there is there anything that we didn't cover, David? Uh, no, I think that's pretty much it. I think the fans are really going to be happy about this because they always are asking me. Uh, they, number one, they asked me, do you know JP and Beyond? Number two, they're like, are you guys going to do a video together? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Like. Maybe one day. <laughs> I see. So, I see. This is another step in that direction. <laughs> That's a step towards it. So they're going to be happy. I'm just happy for the fans because I'm happy for them too. Me I'm happy too. Because I've always not... up, like, you guys inspired my channel. I'm going to say the truth. You guys really inspired me to, like, if these two guys can do it, I can do it too. <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> uh, you know I'm so. good. I'm, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's, yeah, that's awesome. I appreciate that looked up to you guys and i still do <laughs> oh thanks and no. thanks for doing the work that that we left that hole open for you to fill i'm glad you did. i'm glad you're doing it so i'm gonna be on this podcast and be like how are you gonna get out of that hoop how are you gonna get <laughs> yeah so are they as long as nobody's asking you to get us to do something else that like to make more toy story videos <laughs> as long as that's not the request don't worry it'll be my video then <laughs> just kidding <laughs> no Oh, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Yeah. So, um, so thanks again. At the end of each episode, we we make sure that we learn something. I think we learned a lot this time. I think we learned, uh, yeah, quite a lot. <laughs> like you're just oh. oozing with good advice. <laughs> right. But it's not. It's not. You know, it's 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 good advice, but it's not something you probably didn't already know, guys. Like like just maybe you just have to hear it from someone else. But but work hard and. And pick the thing that you want to do and go for it. Like, don't you know? And yeah, it could be four different things. It can be one thing. Like, you know, <laughs> just believe in yourself and go for it. These cliches work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're cliches for a reason because they're tried and true yeah. advice. <laughs> Good. Good. Well, it was great talking with you, and thanks. Uh, thanks for your support of our channel. And I'm I'm glad that everyone's really enjoying yours. And I'm sure that you're going to. Um, to reach that goal that you had, you said 100,000 subscribers. That's going to come really quick. Man. Oh, yeah. It's coming for sure. Um, like Walt Disney says, if you can dream it, you can do it. And I love that. I, I really do live by that, too. <laughs> Walt Disney, man. He can't be wrong. <laughs> we can Thanks. end on no. <laughs> Perfect. And yeah. We'll roll the credits. <laughs> roll the credits.